Well, hey, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Ninja on the Loose. I'm George. You could call me G-Money. George works too. Hey, you, buddy, Mac. Any of those things will work. Anyway, this time around, I uh, wanted to kind of go back into sort of territory that uh, I'm quite familiar with, uh, only because of the timing. I've been trying to keep that sort of theme throughout all these episodes anyway, but uh, this one is quite timely. I, I just finished writing my most recent ebook. Now, it's... Well, you're going to hear a lot about it here in this episode, but it will lead up to my top five list. The, the ebook is about basically what my wife and I have gone through recently with our business closure and our third quarter transition, as they like to call it, uh, or midlife career change. And that's essentially what the book's about, is how to actually survive a midlife career change. That's actually the title, Surviving Midlife Career Changes. And I use our example, our story, uh, because it is, I guess, kind of interesting. And and the only reason why I've discovered that is because I've told people uh, more than once what has uh, transpired in our lives. And people seem quite fascinated by the timing, the opportunities, the kind of opportunities, how we've reacted to our circumstances, you know, things like that. So all these things have kind of contributed to me thinking that maybe there is something here to share. And I basically got the inspiration from a conversation I was having with a uh, local career coach. And not for any reason other than we were at a social event together. And uh, at the time, uh, she knew that we were closing our business and was kind of quizzing me as to what our plans were. And I gave her kind of a rundown on what had happened up to that point. And she had indicated to me that in her career, uh, as a career counselor, there's not a lot of resources available on how to deal with this kind of transition. She called it the third quarter transition. And I don't think I hesitated. I think I looked right at her and said, you just gave me an idea for an ebook," And... I just left it at that. I never really thought too much of it because we were just starting our transition. And I thought the best thing to do was to kind of wait till we got through it and possibly use content from that. That was the mindset. And so after the transition had virtually completed, um, I think we're still going through it a bit, but we're certainly in the tail end of it. I thought, you know... Maybe there is something to this. So I started, you know, scribbling down some notes and looking at it and doing a little research on um, the the subject, you know, to kind of see whether or not I was actually on a topic that was worthy. And, wow, before I knew it, uh, I started punching out pages for an ebook. And, uh, like I said, just finished it here a few days ago. I haven't launched it yet at this uh, particular date, but I intend to have it out sometime in uh, November of uh, 2016. That's my uh, target, and that'll be it for that. But I have a a web uh, site that I've already put up, and it'll be filled up as I progress as well. Right now it's just a static page with the uh, cover of the ebook on it and the notation coming soon. 
so I'll put that in the, the show notes, a link to that, so you can follow that and see what happens there. But anyway, what I wanted to get to was, you know, it's not my first ebook. I've this is now ebook number five for me, and the idea to go with ebooks came from a friend of mine through a conversation. Um, this is long before we decided to shut down our business, and the conversation was basically about, you know, how can I turn my freelance writing, because I was freelance writing at that time, uh, how can I turn my freelance writing into, you know, more than just freelance writing? And this buddy of mine said, well, gee, you know, why don't you write some ebooks? And I thought, yeah, I don't know, that sounds like a lot of work. And my first instinct, my first concept, and this is where I think a lot of people hit the hurdle when it comes to ebooks is I thought, I am not going to write a 500-page novel and publish it as an ebook. Well, that's where I kind of was wrong. Because, yes, those do exist. But there is a lot of shorter how-to, do-it-yourself, self-help kind of ebooks that exist. And I thought, hmm... You know, I could do some shorter ones and see what happens. Well, that's pretty much what launched me into the ebook department. Uh, my first ebook was actually on how to bid for your first freelance writing job. I had some experience in that. Uh, I had found some tips and tricks that work for me, and I thought, hey, here's a way of sharing it. And so I punched out a short uh, ebook uh, with some directions on how to do that. Uh, the next ebook I came out with was on search engine optimization and uh, how keywords are essential for that. Again, something I had learned through my freelance writing, through some of my clients who were quite um, adamant about how the keywords were to be used in some of the articles I wrote, and I essentially got paid to learn how to do that. And so I thought, well, here's a cool subject for an ebook, so I published that. Then I kind of, you know, went a couple of different directions. I uh, wrote one on how crickets and mealworm um, farming can be a good source of protein. And that just was an idea that came to me through a, a magazine I was reading. Uh, my last one was a book of daily devotions that I wrote. And then this one about uh, going through a midlife career change. So the theme I've kind of followed in my ebooks is basically things that I've either experienced or have some experience in or have just completed experiencing that I think might have some value to other people who may encounter the same circumstances. So that's the kind of the direction I've gone with my ebooks. Now, if you want to get into ebook publishing, it's easy. It's really far easier than I thought it would be. It's scary easy. Uh, but I have uh, some tips here that'll probably help you understand why it's not such a bad idea to go the ebook route. So uh, my uh, top five list is uh, reasons to publish an ebook. So at number five, it's cheaper in the long run. And this is a big, 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 big plus, okay? I know people who have published through what they call vanity presses, and that's a, a place where you pay them to print your book. Uh, it's not through an agent or any of that stuff. You don't get paid for the book. You pay to print your book. And then you hopefully price your book at a, a price where you can make back your money after you sell a portion of your press run, and hopefully after that you're rolling in the dough, right? Well, going with an ebook. All of those costs 
are completely wiped out. You don't pay anybody to publish your ebook. You just upload it. And there's a commission that's paid, a percentage of sales that's sold, uh, paid to wherever you upload your ebook, and you get the balance. It's really easy. And when I figured that part out, I thought, how come it's taken me so long to do this? So I kind of immediately decided, as soon as I uploaded my first one, that I'm going to make a library of ebooks over a series of years on different subjects, and hopefully I'm going to see some sales. Um, to this point, yeah, I've seen some. Like, uh, I'm certainly not getting rich at it, but I haven't really put a whole lot of effort into promoting it. So now I have the time uh, to dedicate to this kind of stuff. Uh, I suspect I'll see my numbers take a bit of a jump. Uh, I do not intend, nor do I expect, to make it rich publishing ebooks. However, as a freelance writer, it does create an extra stream of income. And so to me, that's attractive. And for me, personally, since it's so, you know, fairly simple for me to do this, um, it's not hard. You know, if you are a pretty good writer and you can punch out stuff with a reasonable time frame, you can have a number of ebooks online. It's not hard to do. Just try to make sure you have some quality too, right? And when I say that, there was a fellow I knew who was publishing a, a book through Vanity Press and he asked me to proofread it for him and I asked if he minded if I, you know, highlighted, you know, the, the errors I expected to see. And so I asked her, well, there were tons of them. I don't think the guy knew how to use spell check. I'm serious. I'm not trying to be funny. And I thought, wow, you know, but that being said, I've got one, probably two of my ebooks have some grammatical errors and some typos in it. Even though I've run them through spell check and proofread them, I don't know how many times, you know, the brain has a way of letting you see words that aren't there and you miss it. So sometimes it's great to proofread stuff quite some time later when you have fresh eyes, as the term is, or get someone else to proofread it for you. And I think that's why this guy got me to proofread his stuff, because he probably didn't see the hundreds of typos he had in his book. But that being said, back to my point, it's always cheaper. Cheaper, 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 cheaper to do an ebook. Point number four, they're easy to revise and update. Yeah, so if you have found a typo, or you have found a serious error, or you've had to rewrite a chapter or something, that's not hard to do. You do it and you can re-upload it doesn't change anything other than the content you've updated. You don't have to, you know, pull in a press run of a thousand books. You don't have to reprint. You don't have to put disclaimers. You don't have to, you don't have to, you don't have to. So for me, that's a bonus right there going the ebook route. Number three, they're a pretty good tool for tracking sales. Now, I'm still trying to figure out the targeting of my ebooks. Like, Am I targeting the right place, right? Because I promote them in a couple of different places. And I do get the odd bite from certain places. So I think, okay, well, maybe there's some value there. 
But the whole idea is it gives you a good idea of what books are selling and what for what or not uh, what format, but what um, what geographic location they're selling in. Uh, for example, my my uh, ebook on cricket protein tends to be popular in Mexico. Um, then there's times where I've had sales in France. Um, the majority of them are U.S. Uh, I've had you know a number of sales in Canada, but it's usually U.S. But you know you can track all this stuff because wherever you upload your ebook, there's ways of doing that. Uh, point number two: It's a great tool for cross promotion. If all you're doing is using ebooks to kind of widen the birth of your internet footprint, which I'll be honest with you is part of my agenda, uh, and to cross promote other things you do, which again, I'll be honest with you, is part of my agenda, um, then it's a great tool for that. Uh, that being said, though, you want the product still to have some quality, right? You, you can't just whip off something that's kind of, you know, poor quality and expect people to, you know, follow the links that you put in there to your other stuff just because, you know, you have an ebook. You want to have something that's got value, which will give them a reason to check out your other stuff, right? So, for me, it's a, it's a cool cross-promotional tool. Uh, again, I'm not so sure how much I can say that's helped, but it just gives me another piece of the puzzle to put into my footprint. And so I like that part. Uh, it also gives me exposure to some people who may not follow me on any other platform. So, you know, it, the exposure is not bad. It's actually a very smart move in that re regard. And then my number one tip for uh, reasons to publish an ebook is that you stay in control. This is so important. Now, I'm not a power-hungry guy. I don't think I'm a control freak by any stretch. But when it comes to my stuff, I think I am. I don't want a publisher or an agent or a, you know, pick a middleman somewhere telling me that, you know, the cover has to have this color or you have too many vowels on your front page or whatever the case may be. I want to be in control because in my head I have a clear idea of what I'm trying to create. And so I don't want these other distractions. Uh, publishing an ebook gives you 100% control even on the content you know there's certain categories that you can list your ebook in wherever you upload it so that it's not misleading that you may have say some questionable material in it and it's not accidentally found under the children's section i mean these there's fail safes to prevent that and you stay in control of where your book is being sold how it's being sold how it's being presented and you can even add promotional tools on top of that and you will have complete control over how it's promoted and to me that's that's the gold right there uh the vanity press thing uh, going back to that, uh, you don't have a lot of control over uh, how it's going to be promoted. Uh, you end up doing most of that yourself, and then it gets costly. And, and again, yeah, that puts you in control, but now it's costly. The the control I'm talking about with an ebook is, especially when it's mostly electronic um, promotion, digital promotion, uh, with the exception of, you know, 
a few bucks here and a few bucks there. Majority of my promotion uh, for many of or any of my ebooks has been free uh, because I use the online platforms that I already belong to, and there's groups that I can you know share it with, and and so on and so forth. So, to me, I like having that complete control over uh, how the ebook is being perceived and how it's being promoted and uh, all that kind of stuff, the access that's available to it, so on and so forth. So hopefully uh, that was uh, a lot of help to you. If you're looking at going uh, into the publishing field and you're kind of on the fence on whether or not to uh, go with Vanity Press or try to get an agent or uh, just go the ebook route. In fact, uh, I'll tell you, if it wasn't for ebooks, there would be thousands and thousands and thousands of authors who would still be invisible. Nobody would know they exist. Uh, the ebooks uh, have actually not only given exposure to a lot of creative people who had no other outlet, but there's actually been a lot of really good authors uh, who have been found uh, through their ebook uh, publications that, like I said, would never have been found otherwise. So uh, ebooks have been really. Uh, valuable not just for authors but for for readers and people searching for information and uh, like I said I hope that helps you till next time uh, I'm George or G Money uh, check out my website www.looseink.ninja I'm on Twitter at looseink and uh, check the show notes for a link to the page that will promote uh, my new ebook thanks again goodbye <laughs>